You don't want that no, that broom no, no, that broom handle. No, <laughs> no, seriously, how does that happen, man? I, uh, I, I think it's because my broom is balanced. The stick and the weight of the broom at the angle it's at. It's, it's not straight up and it. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. Uh, yeah. But how, like, how easy was it for you to do it? Because I tried to do it the I, other day and I, it, it really don't work out. Dude, I was... Was it I like was amazed. I, I put it there, and, and at first I let it go, and it was leaning a little bit, and then I just kind of steadied it, and I let. I was like, "Whoa!" Went, took a shower, came back, peeped out the window. Still Boom! It. It's still there. <laughs> it's there right now. Ah man, I can't believe I fell for this crap. Sorry, right. just don't post it on social media. No, I'm not posting it. Well, I didn't want to do like DJ Khaled. You got to see. DJ Khaled is officially the first person to discover this because he's like, look at it. There's no strings. Look at this. <laughs> I unfollowed DJ Khaled today. I hate him. Uh, I told you he was annoying. He's the worst. I told you. He is just, he has no, I'm sorry. Let's go, Mo. Nah, go ahead. Go I just ahead. don't like him, dude. Yeah. I saw him doing this thing. Here's what I don't like. I don't like when people who have marginal talent get into these situations where they have access to the world and then they just proceed to just spread that mediocre talent across that and they don't realize that you suck yeah and they're watering down greater and if i knew fat joe and he'll let me give you a beat then i would have been dj Khaled. yeah Yeah, they water it down and by the time you wade through all the mediocrity you're you're exhausted when you click play on something that's really good you're already exhausted Mm. Shout out to all your content creators. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, the, the, what made him fe- what was been, bi- been grinding in this bitch for 20 years <laughs> cuz i'm out here grinding he was a radio dj yeah. in miami 99 jams and he's originally he sucked yeah, and he's as a radio dj he sucked and as a radio originally from orlando and I don't know why them cats let him slide around and say the n word in front of him yeah it's weird yeah he <laughs> don't even go down on his wife <laughs> oh that was him yeah that's okay. him i can't stand him. yeah he's he's just a weird dude and i don't know who's copying who I don't know if Rick Ross is imitating Khaled or Khaled's imitating Rick Ross. They have this thing that they... Oh, I don't like Rick Ross either. Rick Ross has some legitimate hits, though. Man, Rick Ross is just a... He is the biggest definition of just a character. He, I don't like how he talk. Yeah, he's... Uh, well, yeah, he was corrections officer first before he made it famous. I'm, I'm not knocking him on that. He has yeah. the talent. He puts out a solid product. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that whole... Oh, you know, like, he, if he was here, if he was here, be like, Rick, what'd you have for, for breakfast? Oh, let me tell you, player was luxurious. Like, he don't talk like this. <laughs> but I, I had to- 20 <laughs> lemon-peppered wings, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? <laughs> but I'm gonna have some snacks. And then he'll talk to you, he'll look at you and lean back and go, yo, bro, you know when you own a private boat in Sandro Pay, right? You know? I'm like, no, nah, I don't know about that. Get out of here. <laughs> And he stole his name from Highway Ricky, man. So yeah, he is kind of a fraud. Yeah, who is Highway Ricky? You don't know Highway Ricky? Yeah, Ross? dude. Oh, Come on, man. Okay. Yeah, you like cocaine? Thank Ricky Ross. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't act like you don't know. Yeah, that was a uh, <laughs> general question. You smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> no, <Yeah>. not that. <laughs> yeah, why are we? Why am I hating on Rick Ross? Yeah, go ahead, it's funny because we're hating on Khaled. Khaled's the worst, though, ain't he? Yeah, he is. Okay. Right. I told. Remember, I was telling you, I'm like, I don't like Khaled. You're like, yo, you know, he's part of culture. Oh, hold on, let me ask. I, I did say it was part of the culture. culture yeah, yeah. Ah, that was in January. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Let me ask you both. Time, time, yeah, no, because you. everything you guys are saying is the reason I hate this guy. Everything you just said about Rick Ross and more or so DJ Khaled, that's Pitbull. Oh, no, 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 no. What does Pitbull uh, yeah, do? You, you know, man, yeah, listen, Pitbull, Pitbull has had two careers. He he does a lot. First of all, he's got numbers. Mm. Okay. He appeals to all Latin cultures. Mm-hmm. Like, it's. 
I don't know why you hate Pitbull. You don't even have. You don't. That's not even your bag. But, but he, I, he's like on this. He's like on this Verizon commercial. And they've got all these dancers and all these people doing stuff. And then at the very end, for the last three seconds, he comes on, shakes his hips, and goes, oh, "Yeah." And if you're trying to get to, if you how much he get for that? If you're trying to get to the Latino audience, right? Right. If you don't get Pitbull, you get who? Okay, that's what I'm saying. Who do you get? Well, I mean, you know, Americanized Latinos. Yeah, you have to go with Pitbull. But if you like, if you really want to go Latino, you go like with Mark Anthony. Even if that, no, no, I'm talking about Pitbull does his like not yeah. Mark Anthony. I'm talking about what Pitbull he yeah. Pit Pitbull is not trash like Khaled. That's a different thing, man. He's yeah. not. This version of Pitbull is more pop. When Pitbull was doing crunk music with Lil John and all of that, when he first came out. He was legit. Like I, I don't, I don't have the same issue with Pitbull. Okay. But if you don't like him, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, it's not that I don't like him. I don't get him. He actually has good songs. He, he has uh, great endorsements. He's had a great career. But isn't he like what you when I was talking about how much I liked uh, J Cole? When you would say J Cole on his records, he's got three other cats doing most of the no, uh, wet work, and then he, you know, no, he'll no, spit a no, verse no, here J- there. No, I ain't say that about J Cole. Okay, I thought no, we had no. that. There. Okay. I told you you only knew one J. Cole song. That's what I told you. <laughs> but that's how Pitbull is. It's like got three other cats on his record really doing all of the hard leg work. All right, man. He'll come on and go, yeah. Mm, it's not, it's not, it's it's not really what he does. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, you know. All right. Hey, I was listening. By, by the way, before we get into that, right. I, I was in Target today, and they were playing David Bowie's Let's Dance. Yes. And, I, and although I like that song... Take Bowie out of it. That didn't need to be Bowie's song. There's so much. That's not a good representation of who he is. And I was listening to it, and I was just like, man, I bet he hates this song. That song, he was a cult artist. Uh, he was uh, loved. He was admired in rock. He never broke worldwide, worldwide until that album, Let's Dance. I know, but. And part of the reason was Nile Rodgers from Chic. Who I mean, you can't hate on Nile. I like Nile, but, right. but that's and gave not. It, gave it, yeah. That's not what you would play for people no exactly that's what i'm saying i have to be honest with you i was very surprised and i mean legitimate rock radio played that song that's because it's really not a rock i mean it's got where you gonna play where would you play it where you gonna play i mean it's it's I mean, it is rock, but it's it's like all it's rock, pop. It's it, it's a, that's a pop it's song. It's a pop rock. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really on the popier side yeah. more than the rock. If even though you have Stevie Ray Vaughan. If yeah. that song came, it, it wouldn't matter. If that song came yeah. out right now, they would have um, they would have a rapper on the hook with him, right? Right. And right. it would be played on hot. Right. Right. I will tell you this about with, with that album, that song, and that album. The timing was there because it coincided with MTV and. David Bowie was MTV ready uh, two decades before right, MTV, right. but he needed and a he, he needed a commercial hit so exactly. everybody to pull everybody in, exactly. and then okay, and yeah, two albums you, later he went as far away from that right. as he could. Yeah, but yeah. that that was it. That was that was his most commercial period. That's what I figured. Yeah, 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 All right. yeah, yeah. One, not one of my least favorite albums, but it's not a go-to album. It's not what you would say. This is David Bowie. No. You're gonna give him one. That's not it. No, right. that's not it. Right. Although Modern Love from that album and China Girl are two fantastic. I like China songs. Girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's more. Those are more David Bowie. Bowie absolutely. This one is just like, all right, y'all want me to do a pop song? Well, yeah, here's what up. Let's dance. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dayline Miami Beach. Miami Beach approves earlier bar closing times for spring break. 
Uh, why they hate? I'm gonna tell you why. With only two weeks to go before the the visitors, scantily clad visitors, come on, uh, there has been a vote by a five to two margin that would force some bars along iconic Ocean Drive to close two hours earlier during the peak traffic period. Now they say this like this is something that's big, but understand this: the bars affected by the measure will be forced to close at 3 a.m. two hours earlier than normal. If you out after 3 a.m., you are you are thirsty. For, if it hasn't happened by 3, it's not going to happen. Am I let right me, let about me, that? Let me, let me throw this out at you. Now that I know the club, that's early. They're, they're closing two hours early. So they usually yeah, close at what time? Five, five. All right, but you got to understand, Mo. Maybe I worked all day. Let's say it's Saturday. I worked all day, right? Right. I got off work. Man, I'm going to go home and take a nap, and I'm not even leaving the house to midnight. Okay, that still gives you three hours of prime party time. No, I need no, but I'm saying I just got there. I just got there. And it's it's not that. like I've been there all night and I'm just dragging it out till they close the place down. Okay, well you you you've done your share of party, and as yeah. have you, Jr. Mm-hmm. Has anything happened at, at in the four o'clock hours? The yes, the same hour. thing I was trying to get happened in the eleven o'clock hour. <laughs> <laughs> it just I had to wear them down. Yeah. <laughs> you ready to go now? You ready to go now? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, This is a follow-up to a story we did yesterday. 15-year-old student arrested for the fake 911 call about a gun at Barrington Middle School. Oh, they caught him. They caught him. Deputies arrested a 15-year-old student for making the false claim about a gun on campus. Uh, The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office said the teen is a student at Barrington Middle School. According to the investigators, uh, the 15-year-old boy stole another student's cell phone, uh, then went into the bathroom to call 911, claiming that a friend had a gun on campus. The teen hung up on the 911 dispatcher, then threw the stolen cell phone in the toilet before leaving the bathroom. Deputy said the false threat led to lockdowns at both Barrington Middle School and the adjacent Stowers Elementary School. The teen faces several charges. Now, we were talking about that idiot on the plane that did the press. Yes. The teen faces several charges, including tampering with physical evidence, uh, which is a felony, and three misdemeanor charges of misuse of the 911 system, disruption of a school function, and petty theft. How much you want to give a 16-year-old for making a bomb threat? 15. Uh, 15, yeah. yeah. What do you want to give him? I mean, you, you want get, to throw away his whole future? Nah, you give him a year's probation and community service. Like when you say community, picking up trash and picking up trash every while, Saturday. To changing bedpans at the yeah, old yeah. folks' home. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Delivering food to the elderly. You you want to put him in the system and have him labeled as a felon? Felon? No, no. If he if he if he completes probation and community service, you'll expunge that when he turns eighteen. Yeah, yeah he's a, he's yeah. a juvenile yeah, still. Yeah, so. yeah, but yeah. that don't matter. They jam juveniles up all the time. Yeah. 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 I just don't believe in throwing kids away. I agree. When they. I mean, I'll even tell you, I don't believe in giving kids felony charges on sex pictures or sexting amongst each other. Yeah, the right. Yeah. Well, how about like if a, a more brutal crime, like uh, you know, like a robbery, like an armed robbery or something like that? What are you talking about? So if a, if a kid goes into a gas station, sixteen years I'm old, talking, has, no, I'm talking about harmless, oh, harmless crimes, crimes, victimless okay. crimes. Yeah. I'm not talking about an armed robbery. You're a grown man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a grown man. Yeah. I mean, the thing you have to look at with this 15 year old is not he's not he stole a phone, then he discarded the evidence. I mean, he did a couple of things where he really thought this out, and he knew, and he clearly Man, knew what he was that. doing was wrong because uh, okay. he flushed that yeah. phone down right. the toilet. Right, he knew what he was doing was wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so so because this, of that, you want to give him a little extra. You got to give him a little extra. You got to give him a little extra. But no time. No, you don't want him to go to like nah. a. Do they have like 
what is it, YA, like youth authority, where like a kid's prison. Like a work camp yeah. or something. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they actually Man, do. I don't want no kids on no damn work camp. <laughs> no, they have like kids, because like for really bad kids. If yeah. they're violent. Yeah. They're, violence is off the table. No violence, but. And they also have schools like that, because I remember uh, they're, you know, when I was younger, they thought I, I should go to XL because I was a bad kid, allegedly. Um, Excel was, was, nah, a lot of people said it though. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> it nah. like you walked in there like I'm bad. Nah, it's because I was like a, I was in a private school, so it was like a bunch of white people, and I just talked a lot and I talked back, and I didn't take any crap from anybody. So, so you went to the, you went there and you were black. Basically, I was started one. Of, being, I, you started being acting black. I, I guess in their eyes, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm basically, <laughs> just saying you just arrived. And I that just was the problem, and that was the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I believe you were a problem. Um. But yeah, there there's schools out there for for kids who are who are like that. Yeah. It's dedicated to them. All right, earlier in the show you were talking about your favorite uh, Girl Scout cookies, truffles? Is that what they're called? Treefuls? Treef Well, yeah, well you can confuse me. Girl Scout, I like Girl Scout cookies. Right. And your favorite But I- my favorite <laughs> Girl Scout cookies is also my favorite uh weed strain. <laughs> Funny, you should. Oh, no, yeah. But funny, you so I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> we talking about weed or cookies? Yeah. Both. Well, yeah. This story is Chicago Girl Scouts cash in on cannabis legalization and sell cookies outside of a dispensary. Brilliant. Yep. Mm-hmm. All the time. In the Windy City. Uh, in January, the state of Illinois rang a new year on a high note, legalizing the sale of recreational marijuana. On Sunday, youngsters from a local Girl Scout troop cashed in by peddling their famous cookies outside dispensary 33. Uh, Reportedly charming customers and employees alike. I got to tell you, I, I like this better than, man, I hate to say this. I don't like them outside of Publix. Well, I, I don't think they're, I mean, they're not intrusive. Yo, let me tell you where they at also. They at outside of the garden center, the garden area, the entrance at Lowe's. Yeah, I don't know if they need to be there. I, I, Why are you trying to I don't like the gauntlet. The gauntlet. <laughs> and I buy. I buy. Right, right, I, right. I, look. I buy when I don't want them. I buy because they're there, and I buy, and I don't get the change back. I will give you a 10. I will give you a 10, take a box, and walk off. Yeah, well, that's cool. That's good to do. Uh, They don't really bother me at Publix uh, because, you know, they kind of hang back. They just kind of look at you with those puppy dog eyes. No, dude, they all. And then you got the mama with the hand on the hip, like, you know you want some cookies. (laughs) And then they can see through your bags and see you bought some other cookies. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Keep a smile on your face. A 112-year-old in Japan is officially named the world's oldest man, Dateline Tokyo, the Japanese man who is a sweet tooth and believe smiling may be the secret to his longevity has officially been named the world's oldest living man at 112 years and 344 days it's old. A, it's a shame that he's about to go out. Yeah, though. I know. You know that, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's going to get him bad. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> he got another five years in him. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh, that's a horrible way to go out, bro. <laughs> FBI warned singles, beware of online romance scams this Valentine's Day. Uh, Dayline Sarasota. The What's F- the scam? I need a good scam. What is <laughs> well, it? The FBI says bad guys are using online dating sites to build trust relationships with victims and persuade them to send money or share personal and financial information at this point in the game and at this point if you cannot recognize a swindle then you don't need to keep the money bro i I ain't gonna lie to you dude i I was on tinder the other night i swiped on a on sex doll (laughs) did you yeah (laughs) people be fooling you yeah they'll be like ah that wasn't real because if you're just swiping and not paying attention to what that's not what i do I read every profile to detail. Okay, even when it says transgendered, sometimes that can fool you too. Now, if it says transgender, you know what it is. Are you serious? 
<laughs> JR's a wild dude. I'm just asking, man. I'm just asking questions. Well, last, Shout out Dwayne Will. <laughs> last year in Hillsborough County, FBI officials said there were 30 victims last year, and collectively they lost $1,226,000. In Sarasota County, 26 victims with a loss, a total loss of just nearly the same. So uh, be careful. Don't, don't give people your financial information that you have not met. That you do not know. It makes no sense. None at all. Speaking of Valentine's Day, Americans to spend nearly $2 billion on pets for Valentine's Day. Uh, (laughs) Spending on pets for Valentine's Day has seen a huge increase over the years. In 2010, Americans collectively spent $400 million on pets. Uh, but that is growing overall. Valentine's Day spending is expected to jump from $20.7 billion in 2019 to $27.4 in 2020. What do you buy your pet for Valentine's Day? Like a heart-themed treat or something? Uh, yeah, you I You take guess. him to the dog park and let him hump? Yeah. People, other dogs? Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's Valentine's, you want, it's Valentine's Day. Come on, let's go get you some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlie Giggles <laughs> would have loved that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. But that's for some you. Some treats and things like that. You going to do anything for uh, Mr. Paw Paws? Nah, I'm good. Why not? Yeah, you bringing him to the movie premiere? Uh, no. Oh, man. You ain't got a hair on your ass if you don't. Look, uh, he could be my plus one. Uh, no, we cannot. Uh, we cannot. Uh, Snoop, Snoop Dogg apologizes to Gail King, Dateline New York. After days of blistering criticism, Snoop Dogg has finally apologized to Gail King for attacking her over an interview with former basketball star Lisa Leslie about the late Kobe Bryant. This show, this, I'm sorry, oh, this, uh, this story to me is just as bad. As Popeye's chicken craze. Um, oh, oh, it's who, a sad who are you story. siding uh, with? The whole thing is bad. Man. Well, uh, Snoop, Everybody. Snoop said two wrongs don't make no yeah. right. When you're wrong, you got to fix it, he said in an Instagram post on Wednesday. So with that mm-hmm. being said, Gail King, I publicly tore you down by coming at you in a derogatory manner, manner based off of emotions of me being angry. Mm-hmm. I overreacted. I should have handled it way different than I did. Can I tell you that what I'm impressed by by Snoop Dogg is how he can straight up live two different lives right in front of the world. When you see Snoop in his social media, yo, he is every bit of old school Snoop Dogg that he's ever been. And now you and and then conversely you see him pimping Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm like, okay. Pimping Dunkin' Donuts, he's with Martha Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Like he but is he a fellow now. It doesn't matter. That's middle. That is he is in middle America. Middle America loves Snoop Dogg, but they don't follow him on Twitter. Yo, he roasts people. He picks on people mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. That's all he does is pick on people on on social media. You think Snoop Dogg is happy? Yes, yeah, I think so. He's just a working man. He's a hardworking individual. Snoop Dogg has had a great career. He, I don't think he can be. We were talking. About, I don't think he can be canceled. Now, now, stoop, he's an icon. Definitely. He cannot, like, because of what he did, it still fits. Even how he went off on Gayle King and Oprah and it was disrespectful. It was in line with being Snoop Dogg. But I also feel like Gayle King is kind of disrespectful, too. The well, that, I, I it, heard a lot. the interview. I didn't think it was disrespectful. No, 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 no. It's the, ha. Ah, all right. We, we might have to side table this okay. if y'all want to uh, talk about all it. All right, let okay. me. I went, yeah. I went with a couple of today's in uh, rock history on this date. Uh, ni- in 1996, hip hop outfit the Fugees released the album that would make them one of the best known and successful acts of the genre. The score, the mm. group's second album, turned out to be their last as well, but it had uh, popularity and astronomical sales numbers, uh, making giving them a bona fide place in hip hop. That, um, that is what 
that album is where Lauren Hill became a star. Yes. Yeah, because yes. she carried yeah. that album. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she carried yeah. that yes. album. Yes. And then left. She said, "I'm out." And then did one and done. All of them, all yeah. of them broke up though. One it was because of her prize and nah. Wyclef. No, 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 no. Lauren Hill left. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't think yeah. you don't think Wyclef wanted Lauren Hill on another? Think, think album? about think yeah. about in that group. You look at the Fugees and you look at the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. The strongest member of the Fugees is Lauren Hill. She yeah. was a writer. Wasn't the producer like Wyclef, mm-hmm. the strongest member. Like when Fergie left the Black Eyed Peas, they hadn't really done anything, but they don't need Fergie. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. honest with you, though. They need Will I Am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I th- but all of them in the Fugees had some sort of star power as an individual. In, the, in Black Eyed Peas, Fergie and Will I Am were the only two that, that we recognized. And Proz had one song. Yeah, yeah Proz had a good superstar. song. Pros was yeah. no, no. He had a ghetto superstar. Yeah, that was it, right? That was it. Yeah. Maya and ODB. Yeah. And then he had John Forte, who was the other dude, and he went to jail for selling some drugs. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And then Wyclef didn't need none of them really, nah. <laughs> but he was in love with Lauren Hill. I don't know if Lauren Hill wants to say that she has one of the best hip hop albums of all time, but if she wants to solidify that, she needed another album. Can't just be one and done on us. Well, I yeah, think so. I think, but, but in terms of her greatness, I think you could be one and done. Let me tell you this: you, you nah. the, the first album was so good, I'd like to hear what didn't make the cut. Like she still has fire. Like yeah. she could have given us great songs. Yeah, yeah. Based on what she gave us, yeah. I just wanted more. That's didn't all. I, uh, she, and I, it wasn't really more because it was covering old stuff. But that uh, didn't she do an unplugged album? A lot of people count that as an album too, but that's kind of lazy. I know, yeah, yeah it's kind of like lazy. A best yeah. of, yeah. But it was good uh, though. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. there was one other hip hop classic that was released on the same day, this same year in 1996. Uh, Tupac, All Eyes on Me, oh, was released, uh, and this was significant in that it was the first hip hop. Double album to be released by a solo artist. Yes, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Being a big deal. And then, man, I still. That was under Sugar Night's label. That was Sugar yeah, Night. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. him out of jail. That's mm-hmm. the first project he released when he got out of jail. Five that was before, singles yeah. well, with California Love, uh, which featured Dr. Dre, of course. And, it be- and that, that was began- Dr. Dre's song that, that Suge stole Sto- from him. <laughs> well, well Sto- Dre was on it. No, it was Dre's song for his album. And he goes, nah, that's going on Snoop. <laughs> yeah. No, Dre, not Dre. Suge Knight was a oh dude. He was. A, there's a new documentary about him too. Oh, I gotta see. Oh, that. it's so gangster. Uh, this guy. They yeah. ain't trying. To, they ain't trying to whitewash him, are they? You can't whitewash Suge. Nah, he was too much, bro. He's too. Yeah. Suge is a. Uh, is Suge? Uh, are, are we pro Suge? I'm pro Suge because I like West Coast yeah, gangster rap. He shook down Dre hard. It, he gave you. He gave us the West Coast. He, well, I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna get at the Easy E. But if it wasn't for Suge, Suge created the best and the biggest uh, record label ever. Death Row Records? Bigger than Cash Money? Okay, yeah, but yes. okay. Bigger but, than Cash Money. Yes, yes, yes. But, but did, did he At create- the time, at the time, like yeah. for what he did in his deal that he had. Let it was me, like- gotcha. Let me yeah. ask you this, and maybe I'm looking at it from an existential point. Did he create Death Row Records, or did Dre, with The Chronic, create Death Row Records? Okay. I mean, you have to have an executive- and then you have to have the star. Dre was the star. Suge was the executive. I'm going to make a space so y'all can do what y'all do. I'm going to get rich off the first one, then I'm going to handle y'all later. Right. That's literally how Suge looked at it. Right, right. But look at Suge Knight. Look at who we had under his roster at the time. He had Snoop Dogg, Tupac. I can stop there. Y'all can throw. I mean, he had the Dog Pound. Like mm-hmm. He had a whole bunch Nate of Dog, artists. Yeah, yeah. The biggest yeah. artists at the time. Like the whole West yeah, Coast. Yeah. I, I, I think it's remarkable. I don't know. I I I, agree. I think he was a brilliant businessman 
up to a point. No, he was brilliant. He lost what he, it all, well, he didn't really lose it. He went to jail. That's different. <laughs> if you're going to have a gangster rap label and you want to be the biggest, the untouchable death row, we're going to have to, man, we're going to have to, what, some people going to have to lose some fingers. What, yeah, okay. <laughs> some <laughs> some you, people got to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody might be like. But as a, as a brilliant businessman, wouldn't you have done everything humanly possible to keep Dre in the fold? Why would you let that relationship sour? Because I'm with Pac now. And I don't need Dre. I get beats from anybody. <laughs> you couldn't get Dre beats from anybody. Neither can. No one can. <laughs> Dre won't even put his own album out. You're right about um, that, yeah. Yes, that's where it went sideways because, the, in a nutshell, Death Row ended because you had business and the streets meeting together. Yeah, right, right, right. right. All right, and that's the more better news right there. And, and Dre was not a gangster. He was trying to make music. And uh, he wisely shook. got he he ended up being the smartest one out of all. He had of to. Them. Yeah. He he got out of two bad situations. He had to get out of the NWA situation with Jerry Heller. Oh, that's true. And then he had to get out of uh, that situation. Still say this about Dr. Dre and NWA and all of that. Um, you can at me all you want. The best album that NWA did was N Words for Life. Mm, yes. And Ice Cube was not on it. Their best album did not have Ice Cube on it. 